Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from the WHIO studios. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Here's to the beer you can always count on. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned student staff destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now, here are your hosts, John Bedell and John Tistel. Uh, hey, everybody. Dayton a loser tonight, 76-71. Your mm-hmm. Flyers had a four-point lead with four minutes to go with a Jalen Crutcher layup, 69-65. They went the last four minutes. Of a game without scoring. Uh, that hurts. This one does hurt, folks. Because they had this one. They could have won this game. I'm not going to say they should have won this game. But they could have won this game. And that's how I'm just going to leave it. Um, I'm going to go pick up my box score. <laughs> okay. Uh, 457-1290. Want to hear from you about this one. Look, I mean, just the bottom line on this one. We can talk about You heard uh, Coach Grant talk about this with Larry Hanskin. He's got to go back and look at the tape. I mean, just to me, there's just a lot of coaching that's going to go on when they when he looks at the tape. And just, you know, sometimes the shots aren't going to fall. And I know Evans hit a tough shot. But, I mean, the areas where I think Dayton could have won this game, they could have made their free throws. I thought the foul problems were a problem with Landers and Obi Toppin. Top in particular with his fourth foul with over 13 minutes left. Cunningham at three fouls in the beginning of the second half. I thought those were other factors. And here's what's concerning to me. This whole not closing games thing, I don't want to hear about, oh, well, they, you know. Yeah. Well, they, they, boy, these, these guys, they sure do fight. No, this is, it's who they are. It is, this is who they are. Georgia Southern. We've heard Anthony rail on these airwaves here with Larry in his postgame comments live. This team doesn't finish games. Yep. Georgia Southern game. They won that, but it almost cost them that. It did. Stinker of a second half. Oh, it was almost awful. couldn't get by awful. a terrible UMass team mm-hmm. because you had a bad second half. It couldn't yep. close. Cost them this one. Cost them the Mississippi State game. This is the frustrating thing for me is this is who this team is. We are now 17 games into this season. Tiger doesn't change his stripes after 17 games. No. This is who this team is. Yeah, and you can say lack of depth. Got to close. You got to finish these games. You just got to. And I know people are upset about Coach Grant. Look, I understand the frustration. We're all frustrated. But you know what? The five on the floor also got to. It's got to do their job too. You got ten on the shot clock. You got to get. You got to get the shot off. You got to get. We didn't see it. You know, we. I didn't see the look for Ryan Mikesell. But you know what? Just to me, you win as a team, you lose as a team. There's a lot of. There's a lot of frustration around Flyer Nation tonight. Don't blame you, but now it's on to St. Bonaventure because you're not getting this one back. You can get VCU in a month. A month is a long way away, John Bedell, and Dayton's got games at St. Bonaventure, George Mason at Fordham, and then you got St. Joe's, Duquesne at St. Louis, and at Rhodey before you even think about VCU. There's a lot of work for this team to do. And the old saying is never let a team beat you twice. They better be ready to go on Saturday. It better be. Yeah, and that's a tough road trip. We always hear from Larry and the former players that do the show with us, whether it's Rex Nate. or Nate or Keith or Brooks. They all talk about just what a 
kind of a grueling road trip oh, it is, is on you just to get out to Owen. It is. Because, you know. Mark Schmidt's a great guy. I like Mark Schmidt. He's I root for him anytime. He's not He's a good coach. Playing against the Flyers. Uh, but it's not you know, it's not a fun road trip. No. My no, it's not. relationship with Mark Schmidt has nothing to do with <laughs> how brutal that road trip is to get no. out there to Olean. No. Uh, and you wrap up a challenging stretch, Tis, where this team has played three times in the calendar week Sunday, Wednesday, That's Saturday. Not easy. Uh, That's not so easy when you're playing eight guys too. to start. And still, not it's not a bad loss, but I don't care because you're better than this VCU team and because you're going to wipe the floor of them when they come to UD Arena on February 16th and because you went the last four minutes of the game. Scoreless. Without scoring. Getting Except outscored. Except for a meaningless, a totally meaningless. I don't know what the spread was, but it was meaningless. Josh Cunningham layup with three seconds left. And the game is Oh, over great. That helps. Mm-hmm. Ah, good. It was an 11-2 run to end the game, but it just, <clears throat> they left, just, they had chances they could have won this game and just, the missed free throws also were were a problem. And the, here's another thing, the continued trend. Teams shoot the lights out from beyond three tis. This Rams team came in tonight shooting 23%. Mm-hmm. 23% from beyond the arc. And they shot 47. Yeah. It's on fire compared to that, their average. That's been a problem all year. Look at the Georgia Southern game. Look at the first part, beginning part of the GW mm-hmm. game. Uh, at times, that's been inconsistent. And I'll admit, I have to eat some crow because I tweeted during the game because whoever the color guy was on the broadcast on CBS tonight was just awful. <laughs> Pete Gillen. Oh, God. I, no, no more Pete Gillen, please. <laughs> well, the A-10, it's just balanced. No, it's terrible. Uh, no, it's not. Terrible. It's awful, Coach. It's, it's a pillow fight He's in the A-10. He's a former Xavier Coach. It's, what a, one, expect, it's a one big on. league. And then he said, you know, and I'll admit, you know, I said, hey, he he had he had said during the game, who says VCU can't shoot threes? Well, you know what it says? Math. Math says that because they keep statistics on such things. Well, you, I got to eat it tonight because yeah. they shot forty-seven percent from beyond yeah. the three. And you got to give him credit. I mean, for some of those shots, they, particularly they the did. Evans, they one, hit some tough shots. It was the difference. It was the, a tough shot that he made with a hand in the face. The from deep, but yeah, my yeah. God, it's twenty for twenty-three percent team on average to just light it up and shoot almost fifty percent. Ugh. But it's just frustrating because this game could have been won. And I think that's why you and I both sound frustrated tonight. And that's why a lot of Flyer fans sound, sound frustrated because this was a game that was a winnable game. And we've seen this in a lot of these games that the Flyers had. We're not going to count UVA because UVA is all they are is top five team in the country. Um, but against Oklahoma, against Mississippi State, against Tulsa, having, having trouble finishing games. And this is something... That is very difficult to do. So there's just uh, there's just a lot of questions. And um, you know, again, you know, I thought they shot too many threes. You know, from the four to the one minute mark of the ball game, and you know, and constantly, I think they were in the double bonus. Why not go to the line? That that's the other thing that just boggles my mind. So there's just there's just a lot of questions. There's a lot of coaching that's going to go on these next couple of days. Yeah, and it's a short turnaround because you got you know and you Saturday got trip. They probably leave for what. Friday, they're going to get back late tonight. Well, early early tomorrow yeah, they'll morning. They'll get back late tonight. And then late. you're going to have to turn around and go to Olean and then and take got- a boat and then a car and transplants and automobiles. Getting out there to Olean. 457-1290 is the number. Dick and Dayton, you want to talk about the positives? If you can find some, go ahead. What's on your mind? Hey, John. Hey, John. Hi. I'm like you. I, I think they got to find a way. They, they played well, but they got to protect this lead. That's what was frustrating about this game, John. Yeah, they were up. Uh, they were up four with four minutes left, and then 
it was just all downhill from there, and they just yeah. they couldn't close. And I, that uh, you you got to finish that when you got a four point lead on the road like that with four minutes left, you can't go the next three fifty seven without scoring. You yeah. just can't have that. You can't have that. No, but I'm hoping you know this they'll correct this, and uh, they look pretty good though. I thought they were gonna the end there make make a couple last minute shots, but you got to like like John Tisdale said, you got to uh, find a way to. Put it away, right? Yeah, absolutely. We certainly do. We thank you for the call. Thanks, Dick. You're on flyer feedback, Dick. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things, too, where it is. You saw so many guys chipping in. I mean, Mike so really impressed me. Oh, tonight. he did. I was really he thinking he played his when they took tonight. that four-point lead, he was he was grabbing key rebounds. He had 11-8, and eight, almost got himself a double-double. He oh, was he, getting he, timely he played, buckets. He played his heart out. Rebounds. Absolutely. He was getting deflections. That were getting, I mean, he just really had a great game. And when Larry was calling... That four-point lead on the radio when I was on the way in, I thought, you know what, Mike Sell, I might consider him for my player of the game. Now, did he outpace everybody, yeah. you know, in terms of the scoring? No, mm-hmm. he didn't. But I just thought Mike Sell had a man, what a gutsy effort. Especially from Mike at the Sell end of that first half when Dayton was down ten points. I mean, he he made yeah, about he three straight yeah. plays to help Dayton get back in the game. Because remember, they ended the half on a 9-0 run, then they got a three, I think, by Jordan Davis. Who had, yeah, by the way, 17 points. 12 0 run. Book ended by half. Right. Yeah. I mean, Jordan Davis had 17 points, uh, you know, two of four from three. And he had cramps also. I think the cramping was also a factor as well. So, again, come. I mean, you had guys, the minutes, Mike Sell 35 minutes, Crutcher 38, Jordan Davis 35. You had Cunningham with 29, Landers with 27. The reason why is because Cunningham and Landers were on the bench with foul, foul problems and topping at 17 minutes. So. And Dwayne Cohill played seventeen in fourteen minutes. He played a lot of minutes, but he he was quiet tonight. He, he was a non-factor, and you know, I mean, that's it. We're we're not trying to repeat ourselves tonight, folks. This was just a, a winnable game that just slipped right through the Flyers' fingers. Yeah, and unfortunately, it's become a trend. <laughs> it has, <laughs> and win or loss too. I mean, they, they've even when they've won, Anthony has been super, super steamed. After some of these games, oh Georgia uh, Southern, he was where living. you know uh, even well. First of all, the Mississippi State one. I mean, they handed that game to absolutely to Mississippi State to the Bulldogs at home. And I remember Anthony being uh, pretty hot and bothered after the Presbyterian game, the Georgia Southern game. Uh, it almost cost you the UMass game, I think, down the stretch. VCU yeah. they were lucky to climb out of that hole. They had the exact opposite problem. They came storming back. But it's it's become a trend, and here is now another another game. Uh, mm-hmm like Mississippi State, where you just hand it to VCU on a silver platter. I mean, I'm not trying to be sour grapes here, Tiz, but this Dayton team's more talented than this VCU squad. They are. I mean, come on. They are. Uh, and I think that's just what the frustrating part is for tonight. And that's why you and I are frustrated. A lot of Flyer fans are frustrated about. Um, maybe we could blame it also on the weather because it's been <laughs> kind of gloomy the last few days, and it's not expecting to be a whole lot better for tomorrow morning's commute. And uh, Saturday's not looking a whole lot better. But no, but no. in all seriousness, it just... It's just frustrating. It's it, it's a frustrating night, and uh, now you got to move on, and uh, that's what uh, the Flyers are going to hopefully try to do uh, Saturday. Afternoon. They'll draw the Bonnies Saturday around the rest of the league. Speaking of the Bonnies, uh, St. Bonaventure lost tonight, seventy five, sixty three at Rhode Island. That game was on CBS Sports just before uh, VCU and Dayton. So an eight ten doubleheader on CBS Sports tonight. Uh, Rhodey improves to nine and seven. Bonaventure drops to six and eleven. George Mason, a team that Tiz had its rough start effort after everybody, they seem to be one of the trendy picks in the A-10. Uh, they're starting to be on they the are. upward trend right now. George Mason, a winner, 68-63 over the aforementioned UMass Minutemen. Duquesne also winner tonight, 
They get to 12 and 5 with a 74 68 win over Richmond in Richmond. So there was a pair of A10 games going on in right. Richmond, Virginia tonight. Obviously, Dayton a loser 76 71. And GW gets a win at Philadelphia. Tom Gola, Pool Hall, and Bingo. Mm-hmm. Uh, LaSalle, the LaSalle Explorers, they are the best 3 and 13 team in the country. Yay. Mm-hmm. 59-56 GW over LaSalle. 23-14 in the, at halftime, and then George Washington comes back and scores 45 points in the second half to uh, to win that game. That was just uh, that just had shootout written all over it in uh, the city of brotherly love. And uh, Tom Gola, Pool Hall, and, uh, and I'm Bingo you, though, Hall. Don't sleep on that terrible LaSalle team. They might be not terrible. I know. <laughs> Heard somebody throw say out that the recently. records when throw out the records when Heard GW somebody and say that recently. I don't sleep on the LaSalle team. Uh, really? Excuse me. <laughs> uh, there was Sweet Sixteen team. Don't back sleep on that LaSalle team this year, boy. They're tough, uh, man. That through those those three and thirteen LaSalle Explorers who didn't get their uh, first win until the week before Christmas. Wow, watch out for them. They're gonna heat up. I'm telling you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, when's that gonna God. happen? <laughs> Uh, Hold but, your breath. No, but uh, no, but I mean, again, Rhodey again over St. Bonaventure, and you know, Dayton's got to go to Rhodey coming up in about uh, what the uh, February February the ninth. Then you got then of course you got Bonaventure. This team's got a lot of ball left to play, and uh, you know they got to, they you know we look we talk about the pod matchups as we before we go to break. VCU is one of those pods. You know, we, yeah, you and I talked home. about this this morning. We thought this would be a split. Um, I think St. Louis is going to be a split. Who knows what Rhode Island will be? Uh, I think Duquesne can be a sweep, but boy, they got to finish though. That, that's yeah. the biggest thing. Thirty thousand foot view. It's not a bad loss, but it is a frustrating one nonetheless. That's yeah. Dayton the loser tonight, seventy six, seventy one. John Bedell, John Tisdale, and you here for Flyer feedback live, right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now the three big things you need to know. The top stories we're following this hour. The snow will soon fly again. The U.S. military confirms four Americans were killed in Syria today and others wounded in a suicide attack claimed by ISIS. And Centerville police are asking for the public's help to nab a porch pirate. You never more than 15 minutes from Dayton's top stories. I'm John Tisdell, WHIO Continuing News. Dayton is buzzing with excitement. With the new Levitt Pavilion, the Victoria Theater Art Annex, new craft breweries, and the completion of the newly renovated UD Arena, downtown is hopping. Code Credit Union is excited to support the UD Flyers and proud of our Dayton roots. Code has been serving the Miami Valley for over 78 years and is proud to be the downtown Dayton Credit Union. Code Credit Union, one good reason after another. Learn more about us at CodeCU.org. Member NC. UA. Attention light beer drinkers, a message from Bud Light. You've gone far too long without knowing what ingredients are in your beer. And that's a shame, because beer is pretty great, especially when it's made with great stuff. And Bud Light is made with the best stuff around. Which is why, beginning in February, Bud Light is putting an ingredients label on our packaging. Because it's the right thing to do. And because you deserve to know your beer's ingredients. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light Beer ABC in Lewis, Missouri. Premier Health is proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics as the official sports medicine provider for 42 area schools. We treat more student-athletes than anyone else in the region. From injury prevention, treatment, and sports performance, our team of board-certified sports medicine and orthopedic physicians, athletic trainers, and rehabilitation specialists offer a comprehensive program focused on the goals of each athlete. To learn more or to find a Premier Health sports medicine specialist, visit premierhealth.com slash sportsmed. Premier Health, taking care to a higher level. 
Conference play has begun in the Atlantic 10. Join your Dayton Flyers at UD Arena as they play for another A-10 Conference Championship. Tickets for all games are going fast with weekend games against Duquesne, VCU, and St. Louis already sold out and only limited seats remaining for others, including the matchup with LaSalle. So be sure to order yours today. Tickets start at just $10 for youth and $20 for adults. Get your tickets today at Ticketmaster.com. That's Ticketmaster.com. Go Flyers! Hi, this is Larry Hanskin. Catholic Social Services of the Miami Valley strengthens individuals and families in need through acts of faith, service, and charity. We're talking with Laura Resch, CEO of Catholic Social Services Miami Valley. Catholic Social Services, Laura, serves a a really large region, serving 10 counties in all. I would imagine you see a a lot of variety in your work. What, What kind of challenges does that present? Yes, and each community has unique challenges which change over time and also incredible assets that we can build upon as well. Our mission, though, is timeless, and our mission never changes. And it's rooted in the gospel call to love and care and serve neighbors in need. And how we do that may change, but the mission itself is perfect, and it never changes. So, Laura, how can people help? We would invite uh, all your listeners, Larry, to visit www.cssmv.org, make a gift of financial support, or join our team of 350 dedicated, awesome volunteers who help bring our mission to life every day. Cloudy skies with perhaps a few flurries around this evening. Temperatures will be falling back through the 30s. Later on tonight, we'll drop to the mid-20s with increasing clouds. I'm Chief Meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Dayton fans. John Bedell, John Tisdale, and you here live right here on the home of the Flyers for Flyer Feedback. Dayton, a loser tonight, 76 71. The Flyers took a four-point lead, 69-65. It's nice with four minutes left. Wasn't so nice. The rest of the way for the Flyers. They went almost those entire four minutes without scoring a bucket. Josh Cunningham had a layup with three seconds left. And uh, you combine that with Marcus Evans uh, scoring the last seven points by himself for VCU. And Dayton's six-game win streak is snapped as they drop 76-71 76-71 of the VCU Rams. They dropped to 11-6 overall. 3-1 in A-10 play. The Rams improve to 3-1 in A-10 play. They are now tied with Dayton atop the A-10 standings. And Tiz, uh, just a disappointing loss because here they are yeah. again handing away a game with uh, the Mississippi State one coming to mind. But uh, as I said before, break the 30,000-foot view is that this is not a bad road loss. Right. Uh, but right. it is frustrating nonetheless because... I think you're better than this VCU team, and you hand it away because you can't close down a stretch. That's what's the frustrating part of it, because there were there was plenty of chances for Dayton to put this game away, and then just for the last four minutes, you got a 69-65 lead after Jalen uh, Crutcher layup, and then Dayton just, they go cold for the last four minutes of the game, with the exception of that late basket by Cunningham, but the game was over because Maurice Evans scores the last seven points, including a tough shot three. Let's give him credit. He made a tough shot, but just bottom line on this one, you got to finish. And then probably you could tell it wasn't your night when the layup by Crutcher rested on the back iron that gave VCU the ball with about 14 and a half seconds left. You could just even tell 
you were just resigned to the fact that it, it wasn't going to be Dayton's night when that happened. So just that was just what was so frustrating about that. And, you know, when they were down 72-69, they missed a layup in traffic. Evans makes two free throws with 22 seconds left, and then the layup off the uh, back iron, and that pretty much ended it when Evans made two more free throws, and that was that was ball game. Yeah, and in the you know you talk about foul trouble too. I mean, you know, Obi picks up his what fourth tiz yep. with. 13, 13 left to go in the game. Yeah. That's a point where Cunningham's already sitting on the bench in foul trouble himself. Yep. Yeah. Um, you had that four minute stretch in the first half that I know was head scratching for the guys I was watching the game with and for a lot of other Flyer fans where they went, I think it was minus seven. Dayton did over a four minute stretch when you had Policelli and Cohill on the floor. And I know, you know, I mean, Policelli tis you gotta play the kid some because they've burned the red shirt and you need to give some of these guys a rest. For stretches, I mean, he only played. Yeah. Uh, let me try to pull up the box score. I mean, I think Frankie only played like single digit minutes. Four minutes. Four minutes. I'm looking at right but now. But I mean, man alive, they just looked lost in that four minute stretch, Tiz, with that lineup. And I saw more than a few people saying, uh, "So this lineup, uh, what's the deal here?" And it was not. You know, they you, credit them. They crawled back into it even after that. They were down as much as eleven even after that minus seven stretch. Yeah. Uh, with that that twelve zero run that they bookended halftime with, but still. It's stuff like that when you're just thinking, man, what the what the hell are they doing? Yeah, yeah, and that and that's the other thing that's so frustrating about that because that's when VCU is really in control. I really thought, you know, the second half I thought was back and forth, but I thought maybe for the first 10, 15 minutes of this ball game, VCU was in control. They were utilizing their pressure and got Dayton out of their game. And I thought really the last part of that second of that first half. When Dayton was down 10 points, they outscored the Rams the last nine points to end the half, got them right back in the game, and it just went back and forth in the second half. You had several lead changes, several ties, and then it got down to the final uh, few minutes, and then just uh, Dayton just could not finish it up uh, for the last uh, for the last four-plus minutes. Yeah, and uh, I want to play what Anthony said. Uh, let me try to find it here, Tizzy, in my production folder, because Larry had asked him, um, about that last four minutes specifically in terms of did he get the shots that he wanted. Um, yeah. Anthony's answer was yes uh, in terms of um, the looks He also said got. he had to look back at the film too. Yeah, and uh, let me... Uh, is this with Pro Scam Raw? Yeah. So let me find this part where uh, I believe this is where Larry uh, is asking, and you'll excuse the live edit here. This is where Larry uh, is asking uh, Anthony about the last four minutes. Last, last four minutes, uh, you got some decent looks. Um, but came away empty. W- were you getting the type of shots that you would, you would you wanted to get there? I think so. I'm going to go back and look at, you know, obviously what we ran and what we got. But off the top of my head, I think, you know, we, we were able to get Josh, you know, an isolation in the post. We were able to get, you know, a, a decent look in a corner three from Ryan. We were able to get uh, some stuff at the rim, you know, that uh, that we weren't able to, uh, to finish. So uh, I'll go back and look at it. But, you know, the last four minutes, um, you know, we didn't we didn't score until the last possession of the game. And obviously, you know, they made, you know, a couple of plays, uh, big plays at the end of the day that you got to make to be able to win games like this. So there you go. In his own words, Anthony Grant uh, talking about the last four minutes. Yeah. Uh, and obviously the, the one bucket that they didn't make was was beyond window dressings. Tis. I mean, with the exception of any effect yeah. on the spread, it was meaningless. Yeah. It, I mean, pretty much uh, just, you know, VCU had let out the game is over and then uh, by that time, I mean, again, 69-65 difference in this game. Is that the 11-2 run by the Rams? 
Yep. That was your game. There you go. That was your game. Added up to a Dayton loss, 76-71. That's going to do it for us Flyer fans. That's all our time for tonight. Our next game is Saturday. We will be on the air at 3.30 with the expanded Bud Light pregame show. Larry will have the call from Olding at 4.30. So we will see you on the radio Saturday afternoon, Flyer fans. Until then, for uh, I'm John Bedell. I'm John Tisdale. And we're saying thanks for listening, everybody, and go, go Flyers. Flyers. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.